The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. Greetings, everybody, and welcome to The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Another day. Yeah, it's a good day. Another golden dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today we're going to be picking up where we left off. We did a program back in October of 2015 on Finding a Higher Love. This was a show that was based primarily on the content of a book that we had published at that time called Finding a Higher Love. And we're going to focus the program today on where we kind of left off because we had a lot of content we couldn't get to. Obviously, this is a vast topic, relationships, higher love, love in general, all that. So today we have been joined once again, and we're grateful, by Dr. Joy Bennett, who is a licensed psychologist with uh, 25 plus years of clinical experience with families, children, and youth. And she was instrumental in developing the content, compiling the content and also as an editor on the book. So why don't we start there? Let's kind of bring people back to the book itself, if you don't mind. And what was it like putting the book together? And in your own words, how important is this? Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to be here again and talk about a a topic that I'm passionate about. Um, I had the blessing and the privilege of actually working for many years with Elizabeth Clare Prophet Mm -hmm. and attending her seminars on this topic on relationships and twin flames. And even for me, I remember uh, as a a young child wondering, you know, what is my purpose here and isn't there somebody out there who's really my special one? Mm -hmm. Even as a child, I remember that. So, you know, in my 20s when I found, you know, Elizabeth Clare Prophet and went to these seminars on twin flames and soulmates at answered so many questions for me. And so over the years, I've studied this, I've listened to her lectures, I've participated in her seminars and experienced the spiritual experiences of that inner contact. And that's what I'm passionate about is teaching about this topic from the perspective of spirituality and the perspective of the soul. And that's what I think this book is so exciting because it offers that. Yeah, well, thank you. And I totally agree with that. You know, one of the key topics or subject areas that is discussed at length in the book, and which, of course, you're familiar with, too, is this concept of twin flames. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before on the show. This is not a new subject, but it's one that's very relevant because, you know, as you said, you're looking for that special someone, that, that partner, that perfect partner, perhaps. It's not an idle pursuit. This comes. This stems from a soul yearning for reuniting with the twin flames. So you want to talk a bit about twin flames, this concept with us? Well... It's a, it's a very um, profound concept because we all have a soul memory of wholeness and that inner wholeness mm-hmm. 
which is that sense of oneness with our own God presence, but secondly, the sense of oneness with that perfect divine love, our divine lover, the one who was created with us in the beginning, way back eons ago when we were created, and this is a little bit of cosmic history here, but (laughs) in the beginning, way back, you know, we were created as spirit sparks in the great central sun, and we were created out of the same ovoid of white fire, and God created us as, you know, an androgynous whole. And so out of that spirit, God created two sparks, a soul that was female and a soul that was masculine, that carried the polarities. And so Hmm. we are meant to be that androgynous whole, you know, and have that reunion with the twin flame. Um, So that is the essence of what the twin flame relationship is. It's a spiritual spiritual one. Well, it's a spiritual union, but it also can be a physical union. And it can be a physical one. And I think that, you know, it's probably safe to say that virtually everybody has something of love in their minds, you know, relationships, whether you're a a teen or an adult or advanced years, that that part of our lives is something that we are destined and meant to share. And I, I think, too, it's an understanding that you know, to get together with our twin flame, uh, we've got some unfinished business for the most part. Yeah, because karma. what separates twin flames is karma. Mm-hmm. And that's the individual karma and karma between each other. And you don't think of twin flames having karma together, but they do very often. And so in finding our twin flame, it's not necessarily a direct path. We have to take care of certain things first before we get there. And, and I would like to add here is we're, even if we don't sort of find our twin flame in this life, it doesn't mean we aren't one with them and we aren't getting closer to them because some of them are ascended already. Some twin flames are ascended. And so, nonetheless, there's that oneness and that experience. And, of course, as I suggested, we have some work to do to, to ultimately get there. Well, and I guess a corollary to the point you made is that when we were first formed, we were karma-free. Well, we were karma-free <laughs> and we were destined before we, we separated and made some karma and then created obligations with the people. You know, our original destiny was to stay in spirit, you know, and evolve and and develop those qualities of God and then ascend as twin flames, you know, to be a father-mother of other, you know, universes. Well, though we understand why we would seek our twin flame, mm-hmm. it isn't always a good idea is it to encounter that person perhaps in this lifetime? We may not be ready or the karma may be so steep and deep that we don't really want that. Yes. We're not ready for it. You know, and that's a really good point because um, if we focus first, and because when people hear the concept of a twin flame, of course, the natural thing is to say, well, I've got to go find that twin flame and right. go on the search, you yeah. know? It's like yeah. a natural thing. The point is, in order to find the twin flame, you develop your own inner wholeness first. You know, you have to become uh-huh. the magnet of that wholeness. And so if you go on an outer search, it's not an outer falling in love. It's not the most glorious romantic relationship, you know, the outer twin flame. Mm-hmm. It can be if, if it's meant to be, you're meant to meet your twin flame and have a marriage and be the same age. But that's not necessarily the case in, in many situations. Because just what, like you say, Tom, the karma may be so great or you may have certain other lessons to learn or karmic relationships that you have to balance for your own inner wholeness. Sure. So it's always about inner wholeness. And the other piece that I find is a great, great comfort that Mrs. Prophet taught was that, and this is really important, all the love you give in any relationship, 
all the love you give goes to your twin flame. Wow. And that's a great comfort, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, you know? you, so, so it's never wasted. The love you're giving to a spouse, to a difficult you know, co-worker, to any situation that needs forgiveness, that love goes to your twin flame also. That's great to know. Isn't so, that a comfort? Yeah, so it doesn't matter if you're married to your twin flame or your soulmate or uh, just another karmic relationship in a marriage, for instance. Treat that one like a twin flame, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you have to trust that God wants you to get together with your twin flame. And whatever circumstances will lead to that, and if you're willing to walk that path, you'll get there eventually. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a direct path because... Until you finish up certain karmic obligations, you can't meet your twin flame. And so that's why we, like everything else we teach in this show, is dealing with your karma is a key to everything, not only your own personal path, but also your union with your twin flame. Yeah, and I think it's important to stress perhaps now that it doesn't discount the, the quality of any other relationship we have that may not be with our twin flame. That's right. They're all important. They all are karma balancing potentially the opportunities and relationships are pretty much focused in the same area. You know, I was just reading a biography of George Washington the other day, and of course, he's the now the ascended master Godfrey, but his wife, Martha, at that time was not his twin flame. We know who there was, but it wasn't Martha, and yet they had a tremendous marriage, mm-hmm. and she was so supportive of everything he did. I don't think he could have accomplished what he did in that life without Martha, so you can see these... these um, uh, soulmates and so forth, not necessarily twin flames, can be very positive for everyone. You know, that's a good point, and that is, you know, that relationships have different levels. You know, you only have one and only twin flame, and everybody has a twin flame, you know, but in different lifetimes, you may have different soulmate relationships, and that's different than a twin flame, because mm-hmm. a soulmate is, and some people think a soulmate is a twin flame, but it's different, and Mrs. Prophet talks about that, and in our book, Finding Higher Love, we talk about that, mm-hmm. but a soulmate is someone who's like a partner with you, you know, it's more of a brother-sister, or you're together on a mission together, like Martha and George Washington, or John and Abigail Adams, or, you know, people in, you know, that you might have in your own life. You may have more than one soulmate in a life. Well, if, if this is not too fine a distinction, yeah. could we say that there are twin flames, soulmates in karmic relationships? Yes, that's right. Sometimes in, in, let's say, if you look at marriages, many, many, most marriages are of a karmic nature. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, one of the highlights of knowing if this is karmic or not is that they can be very intense. (laughs) You know, very intense emotions, very intense upheavals. Often in a relationship, uh, when you meet, whether you're a twin flame or a soulmate or a karmic, you know, there's a courtship period where you're kind of get, getting the honeymoon and the causal body factors and the and the light. But then by and by, if you get married, you know, you begin to carry the karma. We're going to talk more about marriage later. But, we will, for sure. Yeah. But, it, but in terms of the karmic relationship in marriage, that can be arduous and it can be uh, a lot of emotional upheavals. There can be a lot of anger, hatred, hard emotions. And some of that is because you're together because there is past life karmas that can be very intense and your soul is calling out for the resolution of right. that karma right. so you magnetize it yeah i think so pe- it's pe- always learning people mm-hmm. will say you know how did i ever marry that person yes. you know i just can't believe it but yeah. what happens is there is an attraction and part of that attraction is i know i need to balance karma with this yes. person so if you were involved in a marriage that didn't work out and hopefully you balanced the karma, it doesn't mean you made a mistake. Right. It just means that karma was absolutely necessary for you to deal with. And, of course, this goes back to why <laughs> forgiveness is so important because 
you know, if you don't resolve the karma, don't forgive. You'll be back doing it one more time. Indeed, forgive And one more time and one more time. So That's right. We've talked about that a lot. But so don't be hard on yourself if you think, I made a mistake in a marriage. Because it might not have been a mistake at all. Exactly. Well, actually, Mrs. Prophet talks about that. She talks about, in honesty, her marriage. She had a previous marriage, and she it was a short-term marriage before she met Mark Prophet. And it's the stories in Finding a Higher Love, the book. But she's very under, you know, she understands because she had it in her own life that she had to meet this person, serve him, and you know, she saw the point. You know, when the karma was, you know, up for being balanced. You know, an actual moment in their relationship, and she realized she needed to to really forgive. And it was some record from way back. But she had to be together to serve that person. Well, you know, that's the, that's the beauty of these teachings is because it helped me to understand my first marriage, which was a uh, just a short one. But it had, you know, it had a lot of the problems that we're talking about Karmic here. Karmic ramifications. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was beautiful <laughs> to begin with. I used to tell people it was four years. I used to tell people it was great the first year, leveled off the second, <laughs> went downhill the third. And the fourth year, I was on the road as a musician. I couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't trade a moment of that marriage for anything, mm-hmm. because it's because of the understanding of the teachings now. Yes, well, we're we're coming already amazingly enough to the close of our first segment. So before we go to break, mention a couple of products because what we're talking about is in finding a higher love. Yes, and this is a manual, if you will, which includes among other things a beautiful section. Well, actually, there's a number of them of Q and A. Right, this is profit. Right, where she deals with all these subjects that can sometimes be explosive or delicate, or poignant, and she does it with such grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's remarkable. The warmth you feel coming through the pages is just exceptional. So the book is titled Finding a Higher Love. The author is Elizabeth Clare Prophet. We also are going to be playing a couple of excerpts in the course of the next two segments, one from a DVD on divine love. Right, the divine plan of Twin Flames. Divine is a plan great, of Twin Flames. Yeah, it's a great video. Yeah. So you get to see Elizabeth Clare Prophet teaching. And what's the title on the other one? It's and the other MP3, one is, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's an MP3. It's a CD, but it, it's audio, but it's a beautiful set of teachings on marriage. On marriage. Yes. So let's re- repeat that. The MP3 is on marriage, which is available. The Divine Plan of Twin Flames is a DVD. And Finding Higher Love is the book that was just published last year. So right. it's, it's very new, very fresh. It's doing quite well. And that's what our program today is based primarily upon. So having said all that, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll set up the excerpt which we're going to play on from on uh, Twin Flames, and go from there. That sounds okay? great. Well, thanks everyone. We'll be back in a moment. Okay. The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. 
See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thanks for staying with us. You're listening to The Open Door. From the Summit Lighthouse, and today we have been joined by Dr. Joy Bennett, one of the original compilers and editors of a book that we just released in uh, late 2015 called Finding a Higher Love, talking about spiritual relationships, all the dimensions, the opportunities, the challenges, particularly the twin flame relationship. We're also talking about karma. We're going to talk about marriage. And in this particular segment, we want to stress um, that this is a spiritual union. This is something that's very high that when we say finding a higher love, the higher is emphasized. Mm-hmm. And the twin flame is something that where we can commune with that twin flame if we're fortunate, perhaps, in the physical, but uh, always on the inner. Is that a, a fair assessment? That's really true. And it's, it's the experiencing of that inner contact, that inner wholeness, that is the magnet then that unites you and your twin flame, whether as a marriage relationship in this life or whether it's in another life. You and your twin flame are always one. So having Mrs. Prophet teach us some very practical exercises and ways that you can have the inner contact with the twin flame. Mm-hmm. And so we want to take a moment to talk about that because in our very busy day-to-day <laughs> lives yep. with many karmas and relationship challenges, if you take that moment first thing in the morning or before you go to sleep at night and do a few mantras, few meditations. I know you've all talked about these things on mm-hmm. other shows, sure. but you can send violet flame and love to your twin flame. A simple mantra such as, I am that I am, or I and my father are one, I and my mother are one, or I am alpha and omega. These are mantras that you can just simply give, or the I am a being of violet fire. Mm-hmm. I am the purity God desires. And you're sending it to your God presence first, and you send it to your twin flame. And these things nurture 
the inner relationship. Yes. And that's the key. And, you know, it's interesting. I just was reminded that Sid had said something during the course of the first segment about the fact that in some cases, the twin flame may already be ascended. And that means that the, the bond, if you will, is not going to occur until you achieve that level of immortality in the etheric when you can be rejoined by your twin flame. But if you're on Earth and the twin flame is not, then you're going to be sending a lot of this on the inner because that's the only place where it can really exist until you are, again, you know, joined in immortality. And, and you know, you that's a very, very, very um, insightful comment. And how we are in our life and the soul yearning we have so often depends on where our twin flame is. For example, many people who are drawn to a spiritual path, many people who have that maybe don't have a strong desire to be married but are at peace with who they are and their mission may have an ascended twin flame. So they have that inner wholeness. Yeah. Whereas a twin flame who's maybe caught in the poverty of some country or, or struggling, that person may find that they're pulled more into the world, into the world relationships and to those kinds of situations and the marriages because they're really searching to reunite with that twin flame who's maybe at a different level of consciousness and struggling. Indeed, and as we've stressed, you know, this is all part of a divine plan. Yes. So having said that, Mm -hmm. why don't we go ahead and listen to the excerpt now, which is the excerpt from The Divine Plan of Twin Flames with Elizabeth Clare Prophet. She'll give a profound prayer on how you can unite with your twin flames. So you'll, you'll enjoy this. Yes. Let's play that now. Okay, great. A dictation given by beloved El Moria, July 5th, 1985, at a conference called Born Free to Love, gives a pivotal statement on the mission of twin flames today and teaches you how to join forces with your twin flame for freedom. I will read to you from it. First, I would tell you that the Ascended Masters always address the question of what is most necessary to the God-realization of the Chila and to the meeting of the demands of the urgency of the hour, urgencies which engulf nations and leaders and families and solitary souls, climbing the mount, the Mount Olympus or the Himalayas, Mount Shasta or the point of Everest. Blessed ones, climb the mountain to the I Am Presence and understand that the need of thy soul complementing the urgency of world need is for a greater wholeness, a greater love, a greater light. Incompletion is the stamp that has been stamped upon many a file of many a chila whose records we keep in Darjeeling. Incompletion. Are your days incomplete? Is your path incomplete? Is there an incompleteness in your life for a want of balance? Are there things you need to know to really have spiritual wholeness as well as the wholeness of health? Beloved, understand that this means that the divine plan cannot be completed because of personal karma or world conditions or the separation of twin flames. Understand that at one point in the career of your messengers, their reuniting hung by a thread. Its possibility was present by a thread of contact and a thread which, if broken, could become buried deep neath the tides of the sea, as deep as the transatlantic cable. Thus realize that not all have found one another. Some have passed as ships in the night, producing tension, frustration, sweating, bad dreams, psychological conditions, the sense that all is lost, and ultimately the obsession and more severe psychological problems, which in fact are not truly resolved in the presence of the beloved, but often exacerbated. 
That is, when twin flames meet at the wrong time, sometimes their different karma and their different levels on the path exacerbates the problem and they are not able to get along. Thus I come to pierce the illusion that all problems are resolved by the meeting of twin flames or even soulmates. But I come with a statement of truth that all problems may be solved by this union when it is founded upon the rock of divine reality. Sometimes the relationship of twin flames is as difficult as any marriage or any partnership in life. And unless each side of the divine whole is willing to surrender and put aside those things for the greater love that is most important, you can find that twin flames will divorce as easily as any other people. And most of this is based on the notions of romantic love that we've seen in the movies for decades in America, where we expect perfection and that the mate will fulfill all of our needs, our wants, our desires, and that marriage should be something that is simply beyond this world in bliss and we expect our partner to be father and mother and all things to us instead of entering the relationship with an expectancy of giving and giving and giving and sacrificing and seeing it as a path of initiation whereby the rough spots come out in each one and we must be willing to work on ourselves and keep the flame for our mate and help that one overcome also. What I'm saying is the level of expectations in relationships in America and in the Western world are far beyond what is actually humanly possible of delivering. And this is where we come to the extreme disappointments and frustrations in all kinds of relationships. We come and we sponsor because your hearts have yearned, your souls have prayed, your minds have sought, sought to fulfill the reason for being in this life, sought to attain oneness with the perfect one. We will connect those for whom the connection results in a positive force for one another and for society. Where it would be detrimental in all ways or some, we recommend the accelerated path of the chila, humility before the teaching of the great white brotherhood, which does give to you the knowledge of the violet flame and the call to Astraea, which is the most powerful mantra to the divine mother that has been released in this octave. The power of the Universal Mother carrying the circle and sword of blue flame that is released in this mantra is great indeed, capable of fulfilling every manifestation of the Mother east or west, and capable of driving from you evil spirits that lurk, addictions, self-indulgences, and all pettiness that snatch from you that precious love which comes so gently, so powerfully, and yet is as fragile as crystal, and can be broken and will be broken by the forces of the night, unless you keep the tryst with Astraea and Archangel Michael and Kartikeya, whom you know as Sanat Kumara. So we find that the unkind word and the sudden anger and the sudden expression of emotion through disappointment dashes the cup of divine love. And then we seek again and again and again that cup is dashed until we recognize that only harmony, profound inner harmony, can contain and sustain the divine love that we are seeking in our friendships. Understand that the highest and most perfect love begins with your individual expression of the heart, the expansion of that flame of love until all irritation is consumed and pride is not and you stand before your God truly worthy of whatever blessing can be given. Inasmuch as personal karma is the key factor separating twin flames and inasmuch as it is desirable that twin flames unite in service, 
The X factor that can make the difference is the entering in of one of the ascended masters, or of Padma Sambhava or Gautama or Sanat Kumara, to sponsor that union by pledging to take on the karma that does keep apart those souls. This sponsorship is like the sponsorship of the individual chila, except it is the joint sponsorship of the twain. You can seek the sponsorship of an ascended master or the entire great white brotherhood of your twin flames and ask that the ascended masters assist you in bearing that karma so that you can come together in world service, in personal service, and not be separated by those extreme tests when karma comes up for transmutation between you. This then is a call you ought to include in your prayers. It is a call that says, O oh God, I desire to perform the best service and to fulfill my inner vow with my twin flame. If it be that karma does separate us and therefore our service, I pray that the Lord God set it aside for an hour and a year, that we might show ourselves worthy, plow the straight furrow, enter into the service of our God and our country, and of world freedom, that together we may choose to balance that karma. And we do choose to do so, Lord God. We pledge then, no matter what may come, that if we be united, we will serve in harmony by the grace of God to first balance the karma taken on by an ascended master, that that one need not carry for us the burden that is truly our own. Thus having so said, it is important to record on paper in your own writing this prayer, and whatever you have added to it with the date carefully inscribed and with your signature, you may insert it in the book of the everlasting gospel. You must remind yourself to call to Archangel Michael to defend the highest encounter and to bind all impostors of your twin flame. For as soon as the desire is set and the sail is raised on your ship, the false hierarchy will send in those of attraction, of glamour, or of heavy karma, or even the initiators that come out of the depths of darkness, posing as the Krishna, the Holy One of God, that is thine own. So love oh is an initiation in itself. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's a hot fire. We know that. Um, if that prayer resonates with you, you can find that on our DVD, The Divine Plan of Twin Flames. If you go to tsl.org and look at our bookstore, The Divine Plan of Twin Flames, you'll find it. And on that note, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment for more on Twin Flames, Karma, and Marriage. Stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. 
on The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And yes, indeed, we are back once again. We're talking today with Dr. Joy Bennett on relationships, um, particularly those that are of a divine nature, which really, truly all of them are. Uh, and to maybe paraphrase where we've come so far, uh, we recognize that relationships our initiations, and that our relationships, um, right relationships, are built on the rock of divine love, which would tend to make it clear that I think romantic love and divine love are not necessarily the same thing, and that expectations can really kill a, a, a relationship, and that we also can say, I think, that relationships as initiations are a hot fire. So having said all that, we wanted to make a little bit of a... a specific focus right now on marriage um, obviously is something that most of us will encounter at one point or other in our lives and whether or not that's to our twin flame even to a soulmate they're all valuable they all they all speak to the need for the inner expression of love to be as you had said uh, joy so well at the very beginning of the show these are all added into the twin flame bucket Yep. You know, so let's talk for a minute. Uh, we have an excerpt coming up in just about two minutes, so we want to sure. make this, you know, kind of brief. But yeah. talk about marriage. Well, um, marriage is the crucible, in mm-hmm. the sense, the mm-hmm. crucible of love. You know, Cahil Gabran, his teachings on marriage, it's the threshing floor where you sometimes have the deepest pains come out, the deepest vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. and yet you can have the ecstasy also of the highest love. And so marriage is very opposed in, in a sense, the love and the flame of that love are the cloven fires of love and the marriage that Mrs. Prophet talks about. And this is in a couple of chapters in Finding a Higher Love. But she also gives highly practical understandings of marriage. Marriage is spiritually the commemoration of the soul's marriage to their God presence, you know, in the spiritual sense. But marriage is also you know, a very practical um, a relationship, and it, it's a contract in a sense. Well, you, you said something very interesting just now. Sure. And I think it's maybe worth expanding a little bit. 
who or what would oppose love? And he said that the relationship, well, the marriage relationship is, is opposed. Yes, in a sense, it's like the teaching we just heard from Mrs. Prophet. Mm-hmm. The flame of love and the true divine love is something that, which I think you've talked about on the show, but the darkness, the dark forces, the fallen ones, mm-hmm. you know, the forces of, of anti-love do not want. Um, go ahead. So yeah. I think because twin flame is coming together is such a powerful release of love and light to the entire planet that, of course, we've talked about the fallen angels that oppose anything that increases the light of this planet and draws people together and closer to God. So they will attempt to not only to prevent that from happening, but they'll try and steal the light that you carry that is meant for your twin flame through various ways. We talk about this, rock music, drugs, and so forth, okay, or they have, yeah, you know, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the, the false, uh, the imposter of your twin flame and so forth. And that's why whenever you're in a relationship, always call for God's will and say, you know, if this is not God's will, please show me that or or, or whatever. And that's a simple way to protect yourself. Indeed. And on this upcoming uh, excerpt, one of the things that I loved about it is that um, she gives a very practical understanding of how you make a marriage work. Good. Because to have a successful marriage, it takes a lot of work. And because there is the opposition to marriage and to the flame of love that we're just talking about, it takes a concentrated work. It takes rituals. And there are beautiful stories in here of, of successful marriages, of how they've had to create rituals of when they talk together or even doing puppet shows to work out, you know, the <laughs> yeah. difficult emotions so it's a little bit separate from, you know, just talking directly. You know, you put it in a puppet show and, you know, but however a couple works through the difficult times, those rituals are very important because that helps build a successful marriage when it's being so opposed. I hear you. Yeah. Well, that's, so, I think, a perfect segue to the excerpt. Yeah. Let's, let's listen to it now. Yeah, great. The definition of family is father-mother flames in loving union, family. It's the basic focal point of initiation. Let us deal then with a relationship of husband and wife. Basic in this relationship is the realization that it is a sacred relationship that commemorates always the soul's relationship to God. And so we must find all aspects of God in this relationship. We must not take the world's concept of marriage and put so many demands upon marriage for the answer to all of our problems, that in marriage somehow all the pain, the sorrow, the problems of life will be eliminated, and all of our greatest longings, including fantasies and subconscious motivations, will suddenly be fulfilled and all our dreams will come true. This is not the case, and it is one of these illusions that society portrays for us and thereby makes us put these demands and strains upon the marriage, and it's not upon the marriage, but upon the marriage partner. So the wife expects all of these fulfillments in the husband, the husband expects all of these fulfillments in the wife, and the gods themselves could not possibly fulfill all these emotions and concepts that we have involving this supreme bliss of the marriage state. And so marriages are stretched to the breaking point because partners are demanding what marriage is not intended to give. 
So we need to define marriage and see what it is capable of giving and what we are capable of giving to it. We should have a healthy, practical, down-to-earth awareness of what must take place in marriage, and then we can decide whether we will select the marriage, that is the human custom of husband and wife, or the marriage, that is the goal of the soul and the spirit being one. Both are valid marriages on earth. And society teaches us only the one. It teaches us the marriage between partners, between husband and wife. But it says very little about the marriage that can exist between the soul and God in a very real, tangible, and fulfilling relationship. The only way a marriage can work is that husband and wife understand that it has to contain the totality of God and the totality of human relationships as well as divine relationships. There cannot be rigid roles in marriage. In other words, the wife is not always wife. She is every aspect of the feminine nature of God at some time or another. And so she may be mother or daughter or sister or wife. She may be child or she may be the mature matriarch, the patroness of life. At the same time, husband cannot play the rigid role of husband because God is not the rigid role of husband, but God appears to us as father, as son, as the aspect of the Holy Spirit, as brother, as neighbor, as friend, as partner on the way, and all of these relationships, including the relationship of monk and nun or priest and priestess, can be fulfilled. And these relationships change from moment to moment. If we are always demanding of our spouse the epitome of our concept of what husband is or what wife is, we're going to be sadly disappointed because no one is rigidly one role or one person. In the course of the day, we are fulfilling the cycles that we have listed on our charts in the Great White Brotherhood book of Father, Son, Mother, and Holy Spirit, and all of the 12 aspects of the clock. You can study these and learn about human relationships. You can see that there are at least 12 aspects of this relationship as we find ourselves under the 12 hierarchies of the sun. But there are many others. There are fine lines where one identity converges with another. We see then that in addition to the adult, assuming that those who marry are adults, in addition to the adult in the relationship as husband and wife, we also have the child. We also have the soul that is in the child state. Now, when we go through the year with Jesus, we have celebrations of different phases of his life. We celebrate him as a baby. We venerate him as a baby at Christmas. We have the celebration of him at age 12. We see him in the hour of his crucifixion, his resurrection, his ascension. We see him as teacher, guru, brother. We see him in his agony. We see him in all relationships to ourself in the course of a year. And we have no difficulty in doing this. It is altogether natural for us to identify Christ in every possible phase, even to the point of seeing him as our mother. 
in that very favorite statement that he makes, favorite of mine and of Mark's, where he goes and he says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest and stonest the prophets, how often I would have gathered thee as a mother hen gathereth her chicks, but ye would not. It is the rebuke of a mother, it is the compassion of a mother, it is the love of the mother, and he likens himself to a mother hen. And so we identify in Jesus our very own mother. I had the great joy of seeing Mark in all of these roles and how often I saw him as mother and I saw him as child and as father and as brother and as twin flame and all of these relationships. And this is what gives the depth and the expansive nature to the relationship of marriage. Now I remember counseling a woman a long time ago who could not get along with her husband and I said, don't you understand that all of us at some time need a mother and we all need to provide that role. And sometimes you have to be mother even to your husband and sometimes he has to be father to you. Well, this was outrageous, absolutely. She wasn't going to accept the role of mother regarding her husband. Well, we miss a very important point and it's the tenderest spot in all of us. It's somewhere deep, deep down in the soul where we are all little children and we're all little babies. And there's that tender spot that still can be hurt and still can be burdened and still reacts as a child. And we identify that in ourselves and we understand that. But when we look at others, we cancel it out. We say, no, he's an adult. He should behave as an adult. He shouldn't be making demands on me that a child would make upon a parent. Well, we lose a great opportunity when we deny any adult the right to be a child in moments. Everyone has a right to be a child. Everyone has a right to be a disciple. And you all have moments when you are teacher without question. There is always someone on the scale of initiation who can learn from you. There are those beneath you in evolution and those above you. Those beneath you are your children. Those above you are your masters. And we all have to find that role. And so marriage is the movement of the cloven tongues of fire. And when you look into the fire, the physical fire, you see that you can never capture the flame and say, this is the shape of the flame. It never has a shape. It keeps moving. And so are these twin flames of the Holy Spirit, which the marriage commemorates. These flames in the marriage are constantly leaping, moving, and taking on different characteristics of God. Well, if they are two flames, then they ought to be blending in harmony. And when one takes one shape, the other molds itself around that shape. And this is the day-to-day -day creativity and flow of the love that exists, that ought to exist, between husband and wife and between the soul and the I am presence. Now, if we make our relationship a rigid relationship based on what we see in civilization today and what society tells us should be in marriage, we lose out on the richness and the depth that God has given to us to experience. A good marriage is a dance of flexible flames. <laughs> On that note, let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment for more. Thank you.
The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. Thank you for, for staying with us today on The Open Door. We're talking about relationships, a pretty hot topic, frankly, something that we're all involved in to one extent or another. And just to maybe recap, because we've covered so much ground today, and I'm grateful to you, Dr. Bennett, for being with us. Um, relationships are initiations. They're opportunities to balance karma. Um, all the love expressed and shared can be given to our twin flame, yes. whether we're physically united or not. Mm-hmm. Um, the inner wholeness creates the spiritual polarity that magnetizes the twin flame. So many things that, that are important here to understand about relationships, and there's no relationship that should be cast away or abandoned prematurely simply because it's getting tough. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Uh, I think a lot of people have t- a tendency to bail out because it's just it's it's rough and tough and and you you know don't know what to do and right. It's a good idea if you can to stay with it as long as you can to get the full benefit. But but not beyond that time. Not that, beyond that's it. interesting. So you always ask God to show you when it's time to stay with the relationship and when it's time to move on when the karma is balanced. And that was exactly the point I was going to come to is that when you are in that extremist. Yes. Make a, make a call, say a prayer, ask God for guidance, ask the angels, ask the, ask the masters to show you the way, to shed light on the path so you know what it is you're involved in and why. Yes, and give and, yourself some time, and, you know, and to some come grace. and some grace. And, you know, Mother, Mrs. Prophet used to say, you know, do that violet flame, the blessed violet flame to help clean up anything so you can have a little clearer vantage point. You, you know, I want to interject here, if I may, that, you know, God wants us to be happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, dealing with karma is not the most pleasant thing sometimes, uh, even though it is our karma. We I want to get through it and we that. want to do it. But, you know, God does want us to be happy. So as you pursue your twin flame, as you balance your karma, it's not all work. I mean, there are times of great bliss and great joy and, of course, great satisfaction when you feel you have balanced that karma and you've moved closer um, to that twin flame in whatever relationship you're in. So it, we don't have to give up our happiness to pursue this, but it is work, as, as uh, Joy suggested, um, but it's the work of the ages and one that we will never regret doing. Well, and, and this quest for the perfect partner is a quest for inner wholeness, as you said a number yes. of times, Joy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably one of the keynotes for this whole show is to understand the importance 
of, of achieving, if you can, or certainly pursuing inner wholeness. And I think another keynote is, you know, using rituals that will nurture the flame of love in your own life, in your own relationship with your God presence, and nurturing that love in an inner way with your twin flame because in this culture we're in now that's so busy where we're so saturated we have to have those spaces to pull away and have that time to nurture that love whether it's a favorite song whether it's a special mantra the violet flame you know whatever it is are those spiritual practices at a very practical level to nurture love because that's what's so so opposed on this on this planet right now. Well, I think the, and the masters admonish us to get underneath our psychology. Yes. To understand what it is that motivates us or prevents us from pursuing something that may be valuable to our lives and to our eventual ascension. Mm -hmm. You know, that the idea of having a partner who may share the psychology with you doesn't mean you should overlay that with expectation either. I think in both the excerpts we heard, that was a key element to remember is that we can expect too much. So understand what you are about, understand your psychology, and perhaps the expectations will be somewhat mollified. I love one teacher, Mr. Prof. Came once, you know, marriage is not a 50-50 proposition. You know, you have to give more than 50%, <laughs> and that needs to be your mindset yep. if this is to work. And both partners, if they have that mindset, then it can work. Yes, and I think the the other thing is 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 because marriage is a, a spiritual initiation, and that theme we heard mm-hmm. today is that uh, again, it's it's working on you know on your own psychology, which is connected to your karma. It's all intertwined with your karma, the psychology, and and finding a higher love has some very big segments in there on karma, psychology, and relationships, all about the inner feminine, the inner masculine, and all of that. And oh, yeah. so it's it's very we talk about it in finding a higher love, and we got we have some good resources for people. You know, I like Mrs. Prophet mentioned. I think it was the last segment, which he said sometimes twin flames pass like ships in the night. Mm-hmm. And I, I always remember that because you you may have uh, may have an opportunity, but you have to prepare yourself, or you don't recognize each other. It's as simple as that. And the way you recognize each other is to to pursue your spiritual path because that will get you to the point where you can connect. It's like. Mark Prophet and I live with Claire Prophet were twin flames, but it wasn't guaranteed they were going to get together in this life. They both had to pursue things, and certainly um, in my marriage, if we hadn't pursued the spiritual path independently, we never would have gotten together. So you can see how important it is to pay attention to your own spiritual life and progress as being key to finding that perfect relationship or the one that you need the most in this life. Weren't there two questions that Mrs. Prophet used to ask? You can Yes. In terms of, yeah, I do remember those. It's such practical advice. But she'd say if you were in a relationship and you were wondering about the marriage, you know, she said the two key questions you ask yourself are, you know, will your union serve a greater Mm -hmm. purpose for God, you know, for your mission? Mm -hmm. You know, will it serve that? And the second key question was, are you deeply in love? And she said that was key because... Like we've said on the show, love and the flame of that love will be opposed. There will be opposition to it. And and to have the bedrock and the and the pole star of the of the depth of love and sharing that is 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 just foundational to the relationship, to a marriage, to a successful marriage. And it's foundational too because individuals go through, you know, cycles of intense karma and that's where the, the partner can help and support 
and understand. And, and, and the shoe can be on the other foot, too. And this is where two can do more than one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the beauty of a spiritual relationship in marriage. Because there's a purpose just beyond the satisfying of human needs. It's a higher purpose. It's a higher love, if I may. <laughs> <laughs> well, and well said. I think those two questions really kind of nail it because you're talking about working together for a higher purpose right? and and being in a state of love, deep love, which can be, I think, synonymous with higher love. You know, it's something that's not superficial. It's not romantic. It has a purpose and a deepness and a longevity. But it longevity. doesn't mean there isn't romance. It doesn't well, mean there of course isn't the not. human, but it's, it's, it's at a higher, you know, again, it's a higher place. And, you know, I could never, you know, frankly, be married to anyone that didn't love God because it's who I am. And so... That will, you know, that will magnetize who you are, will magnetize who is that, that perfect relationship, whether they're your twin flame or not, for this embodiment. Well, I agree. And I think that all of us in this room are in relationships with partners who share the path, who share the higher good, the higher That's love. That's right. That's right. And it's, and it's wonderful to be, to be united with somebody that shares this path, you know. Oh, boy. It can be tough. You know, there are a lot of people who are on this spiritual path who are married to people who do not share it, but do support it. Actually, yeah. if you can understand that, mm-hmm. I say, well, you know, go do your thing. You know. Well, mm-hmm. we said it's a hot fire. Yeah. But it's a worthy, a worthy, a worthy fire to pass through. Yes. Well, Joy, I want to thank you again for joining us, and I think this is going to be an ongoing thing. Well, because obviously we've we've scratched the surface, <laughs> yeah. but not much more than that. There's so much more depth to this subject that we could explore. Explore. So, thank you for being with us today. You're very welcome. And thanks all of you for participating in this. It's always a, a it's a it's a relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I en- certainly enjoy. Higher love. <laughs> I want to say we have just about a minute, so before we go, Finding a Higher Love, available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or in our bookstore, tsl.org. Go to the bookstore, and you'll find it there, Finding a Higher Love. And then uh, on the Divine Plan of Twin Flames is a DVD that uh, you will enjoy, and tsl.org, again, bookstore, you'll find it there. And then On Marriage, right? That's right. That's an yeah. MP3. All of which you will thoroughly enjoy and find it as a rich vein of information about relationships. We also have a uh, website. We do. That's right. And we have this in Spanish now, too. (laughs) I forgot. Just a couple other things. Well, www.findingahigherlove.com. Yes. Oh, wonderful. And if you want to uh, email us or whatever, keep in touch with us. We're at webradio at tsl.org. Webradio at tsl.org. Thank you, Terry. You did this so well. <laughs> well, and thank you all for listening today, for being with us. Uh, we certainly appreciate and are grateful. And uh, as we like to say, though, the upper path may be difficult. The rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. God bless you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.